Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. Man. Oh man, I cannot even begin to fathom of how much time has passed and how much that I missed in terms of last week to this week. For those of you that don't know, and I actually spoke about this on Twitter, I had to go away for a while for the simple reason that my roommate, my former roommate, I had to help her move out into a new apartment. And the fact that she was working 24-7 means there was only so much limitations that I have in terms of helping her out on any given day. And during that time, I kept overworking double, triple shifts. It it was at a point where I was like mentally and physically drained. And that is why I was away for a while. And once again, it it seems to be a common theme for some odd reason for the fact that every time when I want to do something for myself and I want to do something fun and then all of a sudden something or someone just snatches me out. It's like one of those moments where you think to yourself and you realize, hey, I have all this free time, but I have to devote myself in terms of voiceover, you know, radio stuff, uh, podcasting or everything. And, you know, for one reason or another, people are like, nope. You're free, so you're going to help me, and you're going to do this. And it's, it's, oh my goodness, it's just irritating as hell. But, but, as a great friend that I am, I had to help her, I had to do this thing, and I'm glad I did. She's good. Her husband, who I treat like my stepdad, he's good too. The dog is alright. Everything is back to normal. And I think I have a free weekend this weekend. I think. I'm not completely sure because I have not been called into work so far. It is 4th of July weekend. Chances are everybody wants to, you know, enjoy the holidays or whatever. But at the same time, it's one of those moments where I'm like, you just never know. You just never know. But in any case, let me not beat around the bush. Let's go into the meat of the episode, shall we? So, Loki happened. And I know from last week, which in a way was actually good that maybe I didn't do a podcast episode because the majority of people actually said that it was fucking boring. I kind of get that perspective, but I felt like there was a little bit more that led on to it. So in a way, for this episode of the podcast, I will do a collaboration of episode three and episode four but I'm going to spend more time on episode four because it just happened yesterday and Marvel you son of a gun you did it again you just kept tugging at my freaking heartstrings that's what you do man that's what you do man (laughs) that's what you do that's what you do so that's what's going to be it's going to be a deep dive of episode three and four most likely on four or most likely mostly on four And hopefully I can catch up on everything of what I felt from that time till now. So let's see what happens. All that plus our super villain quote of the day. But first, you know it. Like we always do about this time. Let's get the shout outs out of the way, shall we? And since, you know, I am a voice actor, 
I want to give a certain shout out to next weekend, UFC 264, the return of Conor McGregor and Dustin Diamond Poirier. The trilogy is set. One and one. Who will give? Who has got to give? Who's got the most to lose? Tune in, UFC 264, next Saturday night, live on pay-per-view, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You don't want to miss it. The trilogy is set. Something's going to give, something's going to get broken. Conor McGregor, the notorious Conor McGregor, and Dustin Diamond Poirier. So yeah, next weekend, UFC 264. Shout out to that. And I cannot wait. Also, since that's next Saturday, next Friday, which I will go with my girlfriend to our local movie theater, Black Widow. Black Widow will finally make the MCU, the MCU, the theater. It's finally going to be shown in theaters. And I have to say I'm somewhat excited Somewhat excited because this is actually, as we know, this is a mid-quill type movie. And we kind of already know what's... Well, kind of. We do already know what's going to happen. Spoilers. She dies. So, I'm somewhat excited. But, but it's good to go to the movie theaters. And it's good to watch something at the big screen. And I'm happy for that. So, next weekend. What, what we got? Friday night, Black Widow. Saturday night, UFC 264. Ooh, the trilogy. I cannot wait. I can't wait. That's all we have for the shoutouts. Let's go into our Loki deep dive. Episode 3 and episode 4, mostly on 4, and that comes right in a bit. I've been thinking a lot in terms of what I really wanted to say after I saw episode 3. And I've been really, really dissecting myself into thinking, okay, what is it that I can talk about that means a lot to me or means somewhat important to me? Now, I understand you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, what the hell are you talking about? Well, here's the thing. Remember when... Sylvie and Loki came together and it was a scene where they were in the moving train and it was a scene where they were basically getting to know each other and the whole episode revolved around this was them truly getting to know each other and we know that Sylvie is a variant form the lady version of Loki we've established this we know this boom and episode four confirmed it okay but at the time at the time everyone all kept thinking about and talking about was, and this hit basically media news everywhere. And I wanted a chance to truly, truly be honest, not only with myself, but with you. When the scene happened, and then all of a sudden, Loki asked her, you know, are there any princes that are waiting for you, any men that you like, and so on and so forth. And she answered the question, but then she replies back, you know, do you have any people that you love or that you care about something along those lines I'm paraphrasing here 
woman, it could be a man or whatever. And he goes, a little bit of both, which confirmed and it blew people's minds that Loki is bisexual, confirmed that he is the first bisexual character in the MCU and everybody was going nuts there were so many happy things and 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 great things and and awesome I just kept thinking to myself why is this news like okay I get it it is pride month I I understand that but why exactly is this news I, I I just don't get it and then of course my ignorant mind which I will admit I have an ignorant mindset from time to time my ignorant mindset was like okay I know where this is going, this is Marvel, and this is Disney shoving diversity down our throats like fucking always. And for a while I thought about that, I really really did. And then something hit me. Something hit me where I'm like, wait, it's easy to blame Marvel. It's easy to point the fingers at Disney. It's easy, like, why does this bother me so much? Because I'm not anti-bisexual, I'm not anti-LGBTQ, I'm none of that. No, 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 of course not. But why does this bother me so much? And then I realized, I realized what was going on because I rewatched that scene again, twice. I rewatched that scene again and they had a very natural conversation. It was free flowing. It was organic. And even if it was a self-reflection of the director slash writer putting her own bisexuality um, confirmation into this, okay, whatever. It happens all the time. But as I thought about it, and I was listening to them, and I'm thinking, oh, wait, no, no, no. Loki being bisexual is not the problem. That is no problem to me. Like, I don't give a fuck. First of all, and also, before I continue on, you need to understand something. Loki, throughout Norse mythology, has been the type of figure that will literally fuck anything that moves. Which is why, and this is why I didn't talk about this before, because I didn't see any point to it. Which is why, when... There was a moment, I believe it was in the first or second episode, I believe it was the first, don't quote me on this, I believe it was the first episode where you saw a glimpse of his file, and it said, gender fluid, which means he has no specific type of gender. In a particular way, Loki, throughout Old Norse mythology, pretty much fucked anything that moved. Let's just be honest here, let's just call a spade a spade. Loki pretty much fucked anything that moved. And when I knew about that, even before watching the show, watching the episode, it paid, I I did not think anything of it. I really, really didn't. And everybody was making such a big deal out of this. And there were people that were happy. There were people that were pissed off. There was people that was like losing their fucking minds over this. Fast forward to last week, the same thing happened again. Only this time it's the bisexuality thing. And then I realized why this bothered me. It's not the fact that he's bisexual that bothered me. No, 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 no. He, you can be whatever the fuck you want to be. And like I said, you're gender fluid. You can do, you can be a fucking, uh, what, what, what do you call it? Um, not a transsexual. Uh, uh, something that I know what I'm thinking of. It's, it's the figure that has both male and genital, female genitalia parts. It's not, it's not, it's, what the hell is it? Oh my God, that's going to bother me the whole day. Um, anyway, as I was trying to say, there's a point I'm trying to make here. Him being bisexual did not bother me. No, what bothered me was how much the media, it's the media that's shoving it down our throats. It's the people that's, that 
goes so much hard into this where they tell others because as soon as they see something that relates to them and they want to blast it out onto the news and, and posts and tweets and everything else and then they're the ones that's shoving it down our throats and it took me a while for me to truly understand that it took me a while for me to realize okay we know Disney is for diversity we know Disney wants to do representation for everybody I get that I accept that however there's a fine line between what they're doing and what people are doing. And when I say people, I mean the hardcore fanatics that wants to use, you know, bisexual uh, sexuality and everything they do just to make a point. Just to say, oh yeah, we're here, we're here, we're doing our thing, we're doing our thing. And I realized that's the part that bothered me the most. I'm going to give you a quick example if you think I'm talking pish or shit. When... When the conclusion of Falcon and the Winter Soldier happened, right, there were reports, I can't specify who it was, but there was a lot of sources that actually confirmed it. Not when I say confirmed, but there were a lot of sources that was actually showing this. There were reports that there may be some kind of gay sexual relationship between Sam and Bucky, right? And when I heard that, when I saw that, I'm thinking to myself, really? Like, can't we just watch a show and just appreciate what it is? There doesn't have to be a gay relationship there. There doesn't have to be... The the, the focus should not be on someone's sexuality whenever it comes to the shows we watch. Unless they're displaying it in some way, shape, or form. That should not be the main focus. The main focus of that show was more... Granted, it was more political... But it falled into that category as opposed to the sexual orientation of these characters. And I didn't understand why people were doing this. And it turns out, and I realized, whenever people have something that they see, and whenever they feel so strongly about something, it's what then I realized, oh... No matter what happens on the big screen, you're just going to shove it down other people's throats as a way of making yourself feel important or making yourself feel, you know, validated in some way, shape or form. So to put everything in a bow here on this one, and I realize it's not that Disney and Marvel is shoving it down our throats. No, 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 no. Because most of the time when they have representation and it feels natural, and it feels organic, especially in a normal conversation between two characters. Granted, they're the same being in a way, and they're just getting to know each other. It's the it's it's the power of people that want to take this, spin it, and basically, you know, broadcast it or post it to everyone where it's like, you see, you see, we 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 got one here, we got one, and it's just so annoying and it's completely unneeded. So, I'm not here to bash Disney and Marvel for what they're doing. No. Because, for one thing, they're not doing anything wrong. They're doing their job. Representation. Fine. Whatever. It is what it is. But, the fact that normal people... I can't even, I, don't even, I don't even know if normal is the word. But, the fact that there are those that wants to take that narrative and use it to validate or strengthen whatever argument they want to pull out of their asses... And then all of a sudden, it's now everywhere. It's reaching headline news. It's it's everywhere. It's, it's almost on every single 
a post or tweet that you scroll up and it's in the news and it's and it's hitting newspapers and it, it even hit the um what do you call those things when you uh watch the Fox Five or Fox Twelve News and they have that little, you know, sentence thing underneath where it's just going along right underneath the big headline news. There's like a subheading. You know what I'm talking about with the with the uh words that just passes by. It was even in that. And I'm like, really? Like, this is not really a big deal, guys. Again, maybe this is my ignorant side of me talking. Maybe that's what it is. Because it was or it is Pride Month. We're in July 1st. So it is Pride Month. And, well, June. It was Pride Month. And it must have been a big deal for them. And they finally realized, hey, we got one. Honestly... I guess to put everything in a bow, it is what it is, I guess. It's just, I can't stand it when people do this. I, I really can't. I, I can't stand when the narrative has to be towards something of a sexual nature when it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't have to. If you feel like you got to win over that, congrats, kudos to you. But can we actually get back to the true story of what is actually talking about the timeline, the the timekeepers, and the fact that everyone is a variant, and so on and so forth. And that was pretty much the main heading in terms of where the ending of episode 3 came to be. Everyone is a variant. Which actually proved my theory that I had from episode 2 that the timekeepers are bullshitters. They are fucking bullshitters. They kidnap their TVA people and turn them from variants into mindless puppets, erase their memories, and now they're working for the TVA. Every single one of them is a variant. And that concludes, it not concludes, it actually strengthened my theory and my argument so much more that the TVA, that the timekeepers are the antagonists. They are the villains of the story. Where Loki and Sylvie are the true heroes... And Sylvie, as confirmed from episode 4, has been running from the TVA for a long time because for some weird reason, her existence caused the Nexus event that got the TVA to nab her. She escaped and she's been running for a very, very long time. So, that confirmed my theory. And now, we saw in episode 4, which I have to say was probably the strongest episode we've had so far for the simple reason that Now, not everyone is fully aware of it, but Owen Wilson's character Mobius was aware of it. Uh, Hunter B-20 or B-15, whatever the fuck her name is, she's now aware of it. And the timekeepers are robots. By the way, how fake did they look within that scene? Oh my god, they look like shit. I understand it's CGI, I get it, but they look like dog shit. Oh my goodness. And apparently, even before all of that, the two Lokis actually touching each other or holding hands or whatever, that was causing or about to cause a Nexus event. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, well, it does make sense. Two variants of the same being actually colliding with each other or having feelings for each other. That I don't know why that would cause a cataclysmic event or chaos, uh, chaotic event, but I believe Doc Brown, Doc Brown from 
uh, what was it, Back to the Future 2? I believe it was Back to the Future 2. I believe he confirmed this where there's a reason why your past and your future should never ever meet with each other in any way, shape, or form because it could destroy the entire universe. I never understood that. I have to look more, I have to go more research into that. But it turns out these two Lokis hold hands and they have now a deep connection with each other. That can cause a catastrophic event. And it's dangerous for those two to be together, apparently. And then I think the one that really tugged in my heartstrings was them getting rid of Mobius, that they pruned him. And I'm like, really? Really? I understand it's the fourth episode, but really, MCU, you're going to do that? And all he wanted to do was get back on his jet skis, if he had one. If he had one. And the and the, the woman that ordered to prune him, the, the assistant or the timekeeper agent, whatever the fuck she is, uh, Ravona, I believe that's her name. Ravona. Oh my gosh, she's such a bitch. Oh, she's such. I'm. I'm gonna use. I. I. I want to see. You know what? It's my show. It's my podcast. I don't care. Oh, she's such a cunt. She is such a. I'm actually using my good friend because he's from Scotland. <laughs> he uses the c word all the time because it's very. It's natural for him to say. Oh my gosh, she is such a cunt. She is such a cunt, man. Oh, she is such a cunt. <laughs> Oh my god, so funny. Oh, she's such a bitch. And she just pruned him like nothing. But then, as we saw, Loki got pruned at the very end of the episode. And he wakes up, and there are other forms of Loki. So, if he got pruned and he got sent there, does that mean Mobius is alive? Does that mean that maybe he is with his versions of himself in a way, or is he in a world where he can no longer escape? I mean, who the hell knows? We still have two more episodes of this, and it's so fucking amazing and so frustrating that we only have six episodes of this because I really want to know more. But two more episodes, episode five and episode six, and we see the different variations of Loki. I think one of them is an alligator or a snake. No, it's definitely an alligator. Or something. Then you got a kid version. An old version. A black dude version. And now we got a female version. And it's like. Huh. Why all these Lokis? You know why. Why is Loki. The main. Like. Uh, for some reason. That variation. The variant. of the, the essence of Loki itself. Apparently is what the TVA is after. Which brings to the main question, who is the TVA, what created the TVA, who created the TVA? Could it be a much more evil version of Loki? And they want to get rid of all the Lokis that existed through some point in time? I mean, that's possible, but that's a hell of a stretch, isn't it? That's a, that's, that's a, that's a very interesting of a stretch. That somehow an evil Loki, a sinister type Loki created the TVA and created the Nexus Points. And they want to get rid of all the other Lokis because he wants to be the one true Loki. Why does that sound familiar to me? Wasn't that from Jet Li the one? Oh my god, can you imagine if they went through that, that who created the TVA was the grand master Loki of them all, the the, the sinister trickster himself? Oh my god, I think I've just stumbled onto another theory here.
overall, I know I'm talking a lot here. Overall, the episodes, episode three was eh, episode four, really, really good. Really good. And I really wish they took the time to, um, how can I say it? I really wish they took the pruning of Mobius a little bit more heartfelt. I mean, it was heartfelt. I, I, I felt, I thought that it happened too rapidly. And I understand they have a time constraint with the 50 minutes of the episode and we got the mid credit scene and everything. But I felt like it was too fast. And I felt like the emotion, the emotional impact of that character, because we, we were really getting to know him and we were really getting to like him. And, you know, Owen Wilson, he has this charisma about him. He really does. He has this, you know, this charm, this personality, this, you know, uh, he, he wants to talk like this and he wants to ensure that uh, everything is kept the way it is. I can't even do an Owen Wilson impression. Oh, my God. And I call myself a voice actor. Jesus Christ. I, was, I felt like that was more Christopher Walken than Owen Wilson. Jesus. But anyway, we have two new episodes coming next week and the following. And it's going to be a doozy. And the final episode will be before... Will it be before my birthday? Yes, it'll be before my birthday because my birthday is coming July 15th. So that is going to be a very interesting episode for my birthday to hit. And I will be here to celebrate with you guys and celebrate with my lady, my girlfriend, my love, my sunflower, my raccoon. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. That's all we have for today on this episode on Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I do apologize once again that I've been away for a while. I'm trying to keep my consistency afloat, but it's fucking hard when you have so much other stuff that goes on in your personal life that you have no control over. With that being said, I will do my best to remain back on track and get consistent once again. What I was thinking for Monday's episode, because I do want to record an episode for Monday, hopefully if I have the time for it, I don't think there will be either Monday night or Tuesday morning. I really want to watch Batman The Long Halloween, and I believe it's on Amazon Prime if I'm not mistaken. I know I got to pay like 20 bucks for it, which is no big deal. And I've been hearing a lot of positive things about it, but I really want to watch it this weekend and I want to give my review on that. So that's most likely what's going to happen for Monday night. And as I said, next Wednesday, episode 5, Loki, the deep dive, we will get back on track. And whatever news that comes out, we will talk about it to the best of our ability. And that's all we can do. That's all we should do. That's all we can do. Now, before I end this night off, let's go into our super villain quote of the day. And this one is from the Juggernaut from the X-Men. And I believe I said this before, but you know what? I'm going to repeat it. The question is not who is going to let me, it's who is going to stop me. And my reaction to that is, in the world of voiceover, who is going to stop you from doing what you do best? Going out there, hustling as best you can, and then doing what you can do to make it in this competitive business. That's what I feel like every day. And who's going to stop me? Well, if it's not myself... And there's nobody. Nobody's going to stop me. That's all there is to it. That's all we have for today, guys. 
Tune in on Monday where hopefully we will do Batman The Last Halloween or The Long Halloween Review. I was about to say The Last Halloween. The Long Halloween Review. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up. Once again, Voice of Garcia on Twitter or Instagram. If you want to be a guest in any way, if you want to incorporate your own ideas, if you want to market something, you let me know and we will get started. Because next week, I'm going to dive hard into my marketing and... I am on the verge of making big changes. Slowly but surely, things are going to be looking up, and I can't wait for them. So, with that being said, in the world of comic book news, games, shows, movies, whatever the case may be, always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through. Peace out.